I tell you why I can't find you. Every time I go out to your place, you gone fishing. Oh, you know what is a sign. Good, good morning to you. Oh my goodness! Let me try that again. Good morning to you. So glad to have you on this podcast with reeling it in, where we cast ourselves deep into God's word and reel back those uh, life applications. Oh my, my, my voice went. Well, listen, we are still looking here. In Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two, uh, verses uh, ten or nine through sixteen, and we have been talking about living a life that impacts others, and we said in order to do that, we need to have diligence, uh, that we need to have consistency, and then we looked at persistence. And now I want us to just to look to verse thirteen, the example of the Thessalonians, and. It says this, and we also thank God continually because when you have received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, uh, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. And I think we can see a couple of additional characteristics of lives that impact others from the Thessalonian church. The first is submission to the word of God. Paul said these people had received the word of God, accepted it as the word of God. They didn't debate it. They didn't try to negotiate it. They they believed they were hearing from God himself and submitted to the scriptures. Now, many only read the Bible academically. They'll gain facts about God. They learn truths about faith. They discover sayings that enlighten. However, they do not view the Bible as coming from God. I mean, think about this. If the Bible truly is God's word, then it is telling the truth. It is the final authority beyond that of the Supreme Court. To ignore or disobey it is the height of foolishness. So the question for many is, is this, is the Bible really God's word? It, and it's a fair question. The theologian Norm Geisler has a nifty little way to show why the Bible is to be tr- trusted. Science verifies it. And this is surprising for many. Before science believed these things, the Bible said the earth is round in Isaiah 40, 22. The earth is suspended in Job 26, 7. The universe had a beginning, Genesis 1, 1. It had been expanding, Isaiah 42, 5. It is running down, uh, Psalm 102, 26. Human bodies are made of the earth's element, Genesis 2, 7. Water returns to its source, Ecclesiastics 1, 7. Now, the scribes or the writers claim that the Bible to be God's word. The scripture contents confirms it as the word of God. There are hundreds of prophecies that have been 100% fulfilled. The Savior testified to it. Jesus claimed to be God. He was confirmed as God by the acts of God, and he said the Bible is the word of God. The stones verify the Bible. Archaeology has found nothing that has ever refuted the Bible and thousands of finds that have verified things written in the Word of God. 
The structure of the Bible, it's a book of great diversity, but a supernatural unity. It was written over thousands of years by around 40 writers who all describe one problem, sin, one cure, salvation, through one person, Jesus, and for one purpose, the glory of God. The Spirit witnesses to our soul. God's Spirit testifies of the Bible's trustworthiness. The saved believers testify of the change that the Bible has made in their lives. You all add all these up to the Bible being a unique book that deserves to be recognized at uniquely God's word. The bottom line, if the Bible is the word of God, we ought to pay attention to it and build our lives upon it. And now we get to verse Uh, 14, endurance. For you, brothers, became imitators of God's churches in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered from your own countrymen the same things as those churches suffered from the Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and also drove us out. Now, verse 14 on uh, through most of verse 16 is actually one long sentence in the Greek. And usually this means Paul's worked up. Paul commends these people because they were willing to endure hardship for the sake of Christ. They were following in the footsteps of those who had gone before him. They gave evidence of the transforming power of God by the way they stood firm in times of persecution. We have all been touched and changed by people who had remarkable faith. They endure hardship, disease, attack, disappointment, and even death with a strong faith. And this is the kind of faith that makes an impact, a faith that won't give into the circumstances of life. Now, we don't see that kind of devotion very often. And when we do, it sticks with us. We remember. So here's the question. What are you willing to sacrifice for the kingdom of God? I mean, if we want to make an impact on others, are you willing to stand with God no matter what the world throws at us? Are you willing to trust him even when you feel out man? We've said it several times already. The world pays close attention to how our faith stands or falls in the spite of hard times. Well, listen, may you be blessed today. I got to get out of here. I'm gone fishing. Ha, 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 ha.